the Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters, sponsored by the Green Deco, making your garden beautiful. Hello. I just thought I'd start with saying hello. 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 <laughs> right then. Hello and welcome. Yes, it's the Potty Plotters. We're still here and I'm still Elaine. Are you a bit hot? I am actually. It's boiling, isn't it, yeah. this week? And I'm Julia, and I'm also boiling. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that my next door neighbour was called Jane Boylan? You didn't, Julia, and I just <laughs> thought I'd tell you that. Anyway, it's episode 35. I just thought I'd let you know that. Right then, how can people find us, Julia? Let's have your initiative test starting now. Well, they could just come down to the allotment if Ooh, they wanted that's to. that's a good one. We've yeah. never said that before, have no, we? No, no, but we might not be here, so oh. it's probably better to contact us via Facebook, Instagram or Twitter at Potty Plotters. We've got TikTok at The Potty Plotters. Email us naughtycorner at pottyplotters.uk or check out the website pottyplotters.uk Well done, Julia. Thank it's you. It's the oddest bit every week, isn't it? And you see, we say it so often, you would think by now that we know it off by heart and every time we stumble round it, don't we? We do. But what we can do to make that bit a little bit better for us to remember? Could we do some brain training exercises? Oh my God. Anyway, it's easier to do the allotment. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. I can tell you that somebody has been in touch this week and it's Robin. And he says, what's happened to my taters? (laughs) (laughs) Don't know, off to the doctors with you. (laughs) And he says that his first lot of earlies, so his first earlies were great. Second lot, three weeks later, they were okay. And the last lot, three more weeks later, were a disaster. What's he done, Julia? Disaster. What What does he mean by a disaster? Lots does... of slug and worm damage. Oh, well, that's the problem, isn't it? Slug and worm damage. So they've been in the ground too long. Yeah. Um, they probably weren't meant to be in the ground that length of time. So next year, look for a variety that's slug and wireworm resistant or use what we do, the nematodes. Um, I think we talked about them way, way, way back when we first started all of this. But that's worked really well with our taters, hasn't it? It has. And the thing is um, that Robin has put all of these in as first earlies. Ah. So what he's done, he's had like a nine week period there between all the first earlies. Whereas what he needs to do is first earlies means first lot out. Ah get them out then the second earlies second lot out main crop can stay in a bit later but actually we talked about them last week um on episode 34 get them out get oh. your taters out that's what you need to do isn't it that's the best advice yet elaine thanks contact the potty plotters anytime on facebook twitter and instagram at potty plotters or email naughty corner at pottyplotters.uk. What have we been up to this week then, Julia? Well, <laughs> what haven't we been up to? We haven't been home. <laughs> <laughs> I think our husbands have put a search party out for us. Um, so we've been out doing lots of talks, haven't we? Which we, we love have, doing. yeah, and we, we do like doing that. It's quite a dangerous thing for us to do because we do tend to throw things at people, uh, not in a nasty way, let me just remind the uh, listeners, but in a very nice way. So we do quizzes and we make people titter about our adventures and we do tend to throw 
chocolates and things at people yeah and that's not a bad thing to do part of our community service yeah so that's nice and we've been out and about and helping on a community plot that we've got involved in and we've literally stripped it back to nothing and as you say to people sometimes when they take a plot on sometimes if you were buying a house you wouldn't leave the old wardrobes and old wallpaper in there you'd get it all out and start all over again and put your mark on it and i found in the past when we've let people have plots i think the ones that are immaculate and lovely laid out people feel committed and it's almost sacrilege to to go in and rip everything out and and kind of never really get to put their mark on it whereas sometimes when you've got a plot that's perhaps a bit overgrown it's nice to be able to strip it all back and then rebuild it and you kind of put your mark on it and you feel like you've really engaged with the plot and you get to know the plot a lot better I think well definitely I mean we've been out there now in all weathers haven't we but for me as you say we've stripped it right back we've cleared everything ready to start all over again and I think that's really important for your own sanity as well. We've got a new big tape measure, brilliant thing. And so now we can plan everything as to what needs to go where and we know what spaces can be had. We know about the wheelbarrow. We know that we'll be able to move the wheelbarrow from one end of the plot to the other and every path needs to have something at the end of it. So I think that we're doing it right and uh, it's great that we've got so many other people helping us we've not done it on our own and um yeah let's see where we go with it loads of photos to follow i'm sure and that's what we'd say to people actually if they've got a new plot and they're trying to get it stripped back either take your time with it or almost have like a family party family and friends party and get people to get stuck in with a reward of a cake or a barbecue at the end of it trouble is with my family julia they only appear when there's something to be taken like tomatoes beetroot fennel Mm. anything like that it's not good Top-notch advice, no Latin included. The Potty Plotters Plotcast. So as we slide out then into September from August, can you smell the difference in the weather? I've told you, I've lost my sense of smelling, mate. Will you stop doing this now? (laughs) Right then, but... I wonder how it is in other countries because in the morning now it's damp, it it feels damp outside and you can smell a different smell on the soil. I can't describe it Mm. but there is definitely a different smell and I'm wondering if it's just here in England that that happens or any of our friends from any of the other countries who are listening, does that happen over there? I wonder what Hazel's smelling in Australia. don't know. Because she's going into summer, isn't she now? (laughs) She is, yeah. So I wonder if it smells there. Anybody just let us know. So it's that time of year again when um, we're almost going into sort of dreary and dark and people are asking, what can I plant now? Well, my advice to you now is quite simply herbs. Now, why are you going to do it now? It's because the soil is still warm so the seeds will literally grow very quickly and the other thing is that because it doesn't take very long to grow what you can do is then chop everything and pop it in the freezer because in a few months time nothing will want to grow like herbs outside so my advice is and you can do this julia in your polytunnel as well and all i would suggest is that you start doing parsley coriander and basil start them all over again and in a few weeks you'll have them pop up and then all you're going to do is chop them up put them in the freezer save them for another day okay have you got any seeds I have actually, yes. <laughs> Good point. Well made. Got it. I've got some bargain ones at 10p a 
piece as well you know a little packet yeah yeah you can get them for 10p at the minute at certain places that are about to close down hints and tips for shortcuts to success the potty plotters podcast julia a person who is not a hundred miles away from Mm. where we are Mm. at the moment uh, I'll give you a clue. His name's Gareth. <laughs> actually said, yeah, I'm just saying, um, actually said that we hadn't mentioned pinching out tops of tomato plants in oh. the past. I think it was when we told him off about letting his tomatoes go wild in yes. his um, greenhouse. And we had to go and sort them again. Certainly. Okay. Have you pinched out the tops of your tomatoes? I have pinched them out, Right. Yes. Shall we tell everybody about that then? Yes. So if people haven't done it already, um, obviously the season is now much further on. We've already got lots of tomatoes on there and there's still some that are green and you might see that the tomato plant is wanting to carry on growing and growing but it's going to reach the end of its life now or very soon so what we're trying to do now is we pinch out the growing tip at the top of the plant at the very top of the plant pinch out the tip and what that then does is force all the energy and all of the moisture water down onto the plant that's growing and will hopefully ripen the tomatoes that are still on because you're not going to get any more out of it yeah, but for the rest sometimes of the at the tops of the yes. tips tops of the tips yeah it's the top tip i suppose isn't it but anyway yes um you get flowers don't you yes and i know that uh, certainly on gareth's we were taking the top tips out and yeah. they had got flowers and actually little tiny green ones as well little green tomatoes oh are you saying we uh, destroyed his plant or something? No, I'm just saying <laughs> that although he is nodding, um, I would still take them out because the reality is we're into September. Yeah. They're not going to ripen. No. So unless you become really, um, I was going to say mean, that sounds a bit mean saying it, but unless you become that you need every tiny tomato. No. Yeah. Well, in sometimes case, you, in gardening, you've got to be a little bit cruel. You've got to be like... You know, when we do the thinning out of the seedlings, I'm very clear about what I'm keeping and what I'm not. You keep every last little leggy seedling going just because you can't bear to throw it away. No, I want to give everything a life, no, I no, suppose. No, 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 no. It has, a, it has an afterlife in the compost heap. <laughs> So don't worry about that. But yeah, with Gareth's tomatoes, pinch out those ones at the top because they've not got time to grow bigger and they're not going to ripen. So just pinch it out. Normally when you get to about five foot or six foot in your case. The Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters, sponsored by the Green Deco. So as things start to go over julia there's a lot of things that now are in seed i know that we've already had a lot of flowers that are like the agapanthus and the alliums and there was also a scabious um, which is like a white ball uh, like a snowball really and it was oh. called ping pong and that has gone over and that's only about an inch in diameter but absolutely beautiful as a flower and also now as a dried flower as well what are you saving them for elaine because Earlier yeah. in the year, obviously, we've done the wedding. Yeah. And that was really very big for us. And yeah. and uh, we did get a bit panicked, didn't we, earlier on? Because we were concerned that the plants weren't growing very quickly, especially the dahlias. And then we had terribly 
wet weather so then we thought well we'll have a plan b because yeah. you like a plan b I do. you are a, you are a planner and you said right we'll, we'll do some backup dried flowers just in case uh, so what are you what are you saving them for now are we doing another wedding are you trying to tell me Ooh, well i won't say no but um well it was quite funny really because my plan was as you say to stick some in anyway into the floral arrangements that we did for Steph and Neil's wedding but um, Tina our friend and she came along and said no 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 don't need those because we've got plenty of summer flowers at the moment and then secretly admitted that she'd got her eye on them and she wants them for Christmas right. decorations right, okay. so well done Tina but you haven't snaffled them yet we've still got them and what I would say is that there are some beautiful plants out there that are starting to dry flower heads in particular and I just think that it's time now to keep them and what i've done with uh, the agapanthus and the other things is i've just had a ball of um chicken wire actually screwed it up with my leather gloves on and um stuffed it into a bucket technical phrase but stuffed it into a bucket and then i've stood the flowers up in the bucket so we've got loads and loads now in the tangerinery aren't we we have we're calling it the dryery now aren't we <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is quite nice really yeah. but they are really dry yeah. aren't they and yeah. they look fantastic so i don't know whether uh, we'll leave them natural or whether or not we could do something else with them but my plan is that we leave them natural and put them around the house at christmas and i think they'll look lovely they won't set me poppy seeds around the house though will they i don't want any poppies growing in me in my carpets should i shake them first elaine (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i would if i were you yeah not thought of that The Potty Plotters Podcast with simple recipes for gluts and guts. Go on. No, no, no. no. I was just going to say, Julia, normally at this point we have a little recipe of some sort, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. And normally you do it or I do it. But since we were talking to Gerald in the last episode and he gave us a little recipe and we want to share it with everyone, don't we? Well, let's then. I'm going to make some marrow rum with it. Because what you do, the growing ends you cut off. Yeah. You take the seed out because I'll dry them and reuse them. And then I make a, I've made a frame so I can hang it up in my cave. And then I get a chopstick and make a hole in the bottom. And then I fill it up with demerara sugar. That would take about 10 kilo of demerara sugar. And the sugar attacks the carbohydrate, the flesh. Yeah. And it would drip. And you would drip it into a big container. You keep keep doing that. I may have to add more sugar until you end up about November. If I do this this next week, by about November, I will just have skin left. Oh, about about two gallon of liquid. Yeah. Then you like you would cider. I make cider also. You just add some yeast. Let it work for about two to three weeks and then decant it into a bottle and it'll be ready hopefully about Christmas our marrow run it's about 13.4 the podcast podcast with the potty plotters this episode of the podcast is being brought to you by the Green Deco, suppliers of plants and shrubs to the trade and public at unbelievable prices. Find them by searching online for the Green Deco and they are also linked to our social media. Give them a go, they've got some fantastic plants. Top-notch advice, no Latin included. The Potty Plotters Podcast. Elaine, you've bought your 
kites down with you and it's a very I've hot... not brought them down with me, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no I brought a pair in my pocket oh, with right. me. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because it's very warm and I was thinking, what is she doing with them? So what are you doing with those tights? Well, I use them. I know that we've talked about recycling throughout these podcasts and I think we go back to episode one where we kept telling people to start and keep things that will become really valuable in the future. And one of them is a pair of tights. Now, <laughs> Tights are going up in value, are they? Should I get them on the Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> I don't wear them anymore. They're donkey's years old. So, yeah, that would be funny, wouldn't it, if you took them and Charles Hansen got his hand in them. Anyway, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So, uh, tights, yes. It goes back donkey's years um, with me, my sisters and my mum as well. We all used to wear tights in those days. And um, all the... I would tell you is that they are really useful for storing things in. Now, my dad used to store onions in them. So when we used to get holes in our tights, my dad used to have them off us. And what he did was when the onions were dry, so the tops of the onions had completely gone over, they were brown and they were dry, not green. Don't put anything in that is still uh, wet at all or hasn't finished drying out because they won't store. And all you do is you pop an onion down the leg of the tights, down to the foot. And then having put one onion in, you put a peg or you can tie it so that it keeps from the next onion that you're going to put in. And you end up with long legs full of onions in the tights. And what my dad did then was he used to hang them in the coal house and um, he had loads and loads of tights. It was dead funny when you think back. (laughs) All these legs of tights and all you do then is when my mum wanted to do some cooking she'd just go in and either remove the peg and take one onion out or she'd cut two or three depending on whether he tied them or whether he'd put a peg there or not really useful so don't throw your tights away folks keep them and what I would say is store your onions now you store something else in them as well don't you yes another way that you can use them i don't use mine i use yours because mine are just like pop socks on you really so we always use yours but uh, one good thing you can store in them is your plant parts so if you think about um you know those water coolers with the uh, cup dispenser next to it if you think about it if you stack all your plant pots in your leg of your tights just cut the end off the leg the foot end and then it's like dispensing your plant pots and, and so it keeps them ne- yeah yeah it keeps them neat and tidy yeah. and uh, yeah so that's, that's a good idea yeah. actually you do get fed up of taking one and them all falling over don't yeah. you yeah yeah mm, good plan parsnips mm. love them or hate them i love them i don't mind them oh that's all right then yeah. i'm waiting for gareth to screw his nose up and say i don't like them mm-hmm. Yes, it's not going to, but we know that he doesn't like them. Right, well, we go back a lot of episodes, and certainly the last lot, when we put them into the allotment, was episode 17. And what I'm going to say is that people are now asking and talking about it on that social media malarkey about taking parsnips. Don't dig them up yet, because what you do need to do is wait until you've had a good frost on them. And it makes a difference in the sweetness of the parsnips so leave them in the ground you don't need to be taking them yet it's only september and realistically you won't be taking them until about november 
Will they get any bigger if I leave them, Elaine? Um, not necessarily, no, because they've probably done the majority of their growing ah. now, but the tops will start to die back and you'll notice that they'll start to wither and start to go brown. So all I would do is I'd take those off only because then it, it will keep them away from the slugs. Oh, that's... So, yeah. Because yeah, that's what I was worried about, if I left them in the ground, because I can see quite big shoulders on mine, because yeah. that's the way that you usually tell yeah. what size they are. Um, and they're quite big already, but obviously I think we're a couple of months away before we get a frost, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. So I don't want them getting so massive. I'm not entering Gerald's show. <laughs> <laughs> I want parsnips I can eat. No, leave those. And what I can tell you, though, is that Christmas potatoes. So put your parsnips on one side and we'll yeah. definitely be having them, I'm sure. Well, we did but, the taters, yeah. didn't we? And was it about two, three weeks ago? We set some. Um, episode on, 32, so episode? not long ago, no. three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago. Well, I can tell you already that they've uh, started to shoot through. So we put them in the uh, containers. We've got big plant pots, put about six inches of compost at the bottom, put three seed potatoes in that we got from the garden centre, covered them just enough to cover the potatoes and I can tell you the tops have already come through twice so every time they've come through I've covered them with more compost and I'll carry on until the very top of the uh, container and then just leave them to grow and at the moment I'm leaving them outside if I put yeah. them in the polytunnel in these conditions yeah, they'll not be hard. happy um, so I'm leaving them outside and once the weather really does start to turn then they can go in the greenhouse or polytunnel but just not yet, but taters for Christmas, Elaine. Well done. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters, sponsored by The Green Deco. Perennial plants, Julia. Now then, it's bargain time. If we'd got a yeah. rattle, although some would say I've got plenty of it, but if we've got a rattle, we'd stop. Hello. I noticed that Gareth is actually shaking his head and nodding. That's not very nice, is no, it? No. But it is a fact that at this time of year, it's the time that we need to start to think about splitting plants. Yes. And the reason that I would advocate doing it now is because in a little while they'll all start to die back and you won't see what you've got. No. Is that right? No, I mean you could mark where they are um, and some of the perennials it's nice to leave over the winter months yeah. so that the birds can have the seeds yeah, and everything yeah. and you know there's a, an argument for doing it in this time of year autumn time or doing it in springtime yeah. um, it really doesn't matter but I think sometimes they settle better in spring because then they get going but in the garden centres, Elaine, I've been out and about and they're starting to sell them off because they're starting to look a bit raggedy, some of yeah. them that they've had in the containers. And of course, then they reduce them and they reduce them and they reduce them. And we know that they're not dead. They'll come back. They just start to die down. And yeah. I think that's the thing, because they don't look at the best. Yeah. They get oofed to one side and yeah. eventually they literally are chucked out, yeah. aren't they? But it is a brilliant time to do it because the other thing is, Julie, if you split them now, yeah. depending on what kind of plant it is, you can end up with loads and loads of plants, but it's still they it have still got time to get some growth on yep. before the winter sets in yeah so you should see that they look happy yeah the other thing is that i've noticed that um 
when you go to an NGS garden at this mm. time of year, they've already started splitting some of them. And right. I remember one of our friends, she did it through this time of year for spring next ah. year. I thought that was a great yeah. idea because she said it's got some growth on them and they did multiply quite yeah. a lot. And it meant that she was able to raise more money for the yeah. NGS, which is a great idea. Yeah, it's a good time of year to do it. And I'm quite happy, as you can see over there by the coal frame, I've picked some perennials up and I thought, oh, I like that. And I know a friend who might like that as well. So if you want a share of that, you're very welcome. We could do that any minute. I can see it's got a red sticker on it, Julia. I know. Yeah, suddenly Gareth has become interested because he thinks that it might be for him as well. Mm, it's only a flower, Gareth. I don't know whether you'd be interested. <laughs> Hints and tips for shortcuts to success. The Potty Plotters Plotcast. Have you got any sunflowers? I've got loads of sunflowers. Loads and loads. And mine are, well, you know, we were talked about it. I had to go up the ladder and measure yours. And I pointed out the fact that I've got lots and lots of four or five foot sunflowers with multiple heads on them. So. And what have you been doing with the heads? So I've been cutting the heads off and I've been drying them in the dryery slash tangerinery and uh, yeah what we're doing is we're going out and doing talks so we thought we'd get people uh, getting their own seeds but uh, also we're planning for next year for lots of more sunflowers i don't think you can go far wrong no. by taking your own and it's quite a surprise when you end up with a whopper i do like a big one Thanks again to the Green Deco for sponsoring this episode and don't forget to get in touch with us if you've got any questions or anything that you want to tell us about. Why not? Particularly as the year starts to close on the allotment. Tell us what you're going to be doing and what you're going to be growing next year. We'd love to know because we're quite nosy, aren't we? <laughs> no, we want to help people. So if oh, we yeah, know that what was growing. the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the one, yeah. OK, then, so what are we going to be doing in the next episode then, Julia? Well, in the next episode, we're going to talk about storing fruit. OK. And also a new Christmas challenge, but you've not told me what that is, so I'm a bit nervous because I never really... Well, I do trust you, but it usually involves <laughs> some kind of work and hours and hours of work and... Yeah, yeah. what is it, Elaine? I just thought that the Christmas challenge is going to be, can you grow your own dinner? Oh. Well, I have. It's already on the plot. Yeah, but this is for Christmas, Julia. It's September at the minute. OK. You can't keep tomatoes and things that long, can you? No. OK. No. Mm. I can turn them into something to keep and then produce it on Christmas Day, then. OK, that's part of the challenge. Yeah. To keep thinking. OK. Mm. I've got my sprouts on the plot. It, we, we don't want to know all about it now, Julia, because we're closing <laughs> now. I've got lots of jobs to do. Gareth needs to go home. Hey. Carrots. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> no, really. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters, sponsored by The Green Deco, is an Amberland Media production.